I definitely do not have anything about Fox News on there. What is that about? Oh, comedy great. show. New com- it's horrible. Well, I just I literally was watching clips of this before we started. So Fox News put out its own Daily Show kind well, of thing. And this attempt? is not Fox's first attempt at this. When it, when things okay. are slow, they try to pull out a comedy show. <laughs> they had uh, if you remember Waters World <laughs> with Jesse's Waters, uh-uh. and mm. uh, you know Jesse Waters, right? The guy on the the Five. Mm. I, I don't. Oh, I'm man. sorry. He used to be. He used to do comedy bits on uh, on Bill O'Reilly's show, and then they put him on the Five. But anyway, he had a sh- little show on there, and then there was uh, a show called Red Eye, which introduced the world to Essie Cup. My okay. my love hate relationship with Se Cup, <laughs> right? Uh, but yeah, so G- Gutfeld opens up the show with a six year old <laughs> joke about Brian Williams lying about the news. <laughs> <laughs> you know, topical. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because because he's sitting there, he's like, "Oh, you made a great choice choosing our show." Um, let's see what the other late night shows are doing. Let's check out NMSNBC and it's, what's Brian Williams doing? It's, and it's a shot of Mars and Brian Williams is supposedly on Mars reporting from Mars where he in- invented the iPhone or something. I mean, it's like, everyone's like, huh? Okay. <laughs> Didn't we get over that? I mean, they gave a show. <laughs> then they cut to CNN and it's two, it's a white guy and a white woman yelling at each other, calling each other racist. Okay. <laughs> and I can't remember what the third clip was. I don't get it. It's even. It's not even. It, it's it's like not even funny dad jokes. Like it's just. Well, and the the show that I was watching, they were trying to figure out why right wing comedy doesn't work. Like, why is it not funny? Because they can't make fun of themselves. That's verboten. Right. Well, they can't do self deprecating. Sh- sh- but I mean, if you were to, I mean, how many times has Saturday Night Live done a Fox News sketch and it's fucking hilarious? Yeah, he tries to do one about CNN, and it's just now it's not it's not funny. I, the conclusion was that it's just not funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's like hmm. I think it's because right wing comedy punches. Yep, that's exactly what I said. They punch down. Sure, that that's never funny because you're you're punching people right. that are yeah. weaker than you. <laughs> that's why when Kevin Hart, the multi millionaire Kevin Hart, who sells out fucking stadiums, talks about taking out the garbage in his house, when I go, no way is Kevin Hart taking his own fucking garbage out. <laughs> you know, he try, he's pretending to be this, like, homebody. I'm like, oh, I don't think so, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. For whatever reason, I was having a similar revelation just the other day. I was thinking about – I was I was probably because I read too much TMZ, but I, I, I was thinking about all of the uh, rap musicians. Oh, because DMX overdosed. Mm-hmm. And and I was thinking about all the rap musicians that, that get shot in, in gang and gun-related violence and you know, get arrested – for, you know, carrying illegal weapons and other things. And I'm like, I, I totally, uh, you know, understand that that's the source of your fame. And I totally understand that you have to pander to your fans. But, like, you don't have to f- as fully commit as you guys do. Mm. I mean, Billy Joel and John Mellencamp and Bruce Springsteen have spent the last 50 years trying to convince me that they're average blue-collar dudes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And they have been super rich for equally long. There's no way. But they still pretend that they are, and we just buy yeah. it. So just pretend like you're gangsters, and we'll totally accept it. The only one who doesn't do that is Dave Chappelle. What's like, that? He doesn't, like... Oh, no, he's like, I'm rich, and you can't touch me. It's not that he's not, not that he's like that, but he his stories are about being rich now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, he's telling his kids about uh, school shootings, and he goes, look, 
he goes, these white people know who you are. All right. I got to teach you how to duck and weave, you know, because you're Dave Chappelle's kid. <laughs> you're gonna be, they're going to be <laughs> looking for money. <laughs> but he also lives in a small town in Ohio. He, he doesn't does, live in Hollywood. But he, so. but he does. But he t- but he's still rich. He's not fucking, you know, oh, yeah. he doesn't, you know, he doesn't live in a cottage. <laughs> well, I think there's a certain amount of, you know, I, I have accepted reality to his. I mean, his reality is he lives in a small town. He's rich. He doesn't. He's not faking it. He's just being himself. Right. And I mean, I'm not saying that Kevin Hart is a complete fucking liar. No. You know. But he, I'm sure he, at one he, point in his life he did take the garbage out of his house, but I don't think he's doing it anymore. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, it's almost like he's he's playing a role in public, and Chappelle is not playing a role when he's in public. Dude, you don't mean a, a truer fuck than Dave Chappelle. That guy straight up came out and said, please don't watch my old show. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Propane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom. For Tuesday, April 6th, 2021. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense, and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you'd like to join in on our conversation, you can sign up on our Patreon page and chat with us directly as we record on Tuesday nights right around 9 p.m., Eastern Time. Uh, if you can't do that, you could post to our Facebook page or tweet something to us at Profane Arg. Uh, this week, we'll be talking about, well, we have to talk about Matt Gates, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> some flat earthers, and uh, the pandemic's wrongest man. <laughs> but first, uh, hey, it was Easter. Happy Easter. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. Bunnies and eggs. Um, <laughs> There was an article that came up on the Center for Inquiry that I thought was interesting. I've heard this many, many times, that uh, Easter comes from the god Ishtar. And, uh, yeah, so there's an article on factcheck.afp.com saying, no, it's not. It doesn't It doesn't come from Ishtar. It, that is incorrect. Um, it does have a couple propositions as to where Easter came from. It was definitely like a fertility festival, which should be quite clear from the... Uh, bunnies and eggs but uh not from ishtar it turns out the uh, people who study ishtar are like she's a goddess of war mm. and fertility fertility sure but yeah war isn't incorporated in any part of easter so it probably comes more from like a germanic uh there's a germanic god i don't know how to pronounce it oster e-o-s-t-r-e but uh anglo-saxon goddess that probably originated from so in any case, I mean, if you're if you're you know propagating that it's from Ishtar, it's not Christian and uh, is from Ishtar. Well, it's probably not from Ishtar. It, although it certainly wasn't originally a Christian holiday either. I thought Ishtar was just a crappy movie made in the '80s with Dustin Hoffman. And- <laughs> <laughs> oh, bad movie. Um, no, it's, I mean it's got to be about around um, the, the spring equinox. It's around the time of the spring equinox. It's what the Christians did was uh, steal other people's religions. So it's some pagan. They would call it pagan. You mean traditions, like steal steal other religions' traditions? Yeah. Like, yeah, definitely. In any case, just thought I'd throw it out there, because I've heard that several times. I did want to talk about, in the news this week, uh, we had mentioned it before, um, <laughs> like how, uh, uh, what, what was it last week? 
uh, I think Karen put in the uh, our our file. Grifter's going to grift. Mm. We talked about. I saw that in the Twitter. Oh, I, I tweeted it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, there you yeah. go. Um, so we talked about Trump taking money from his followers. Well, it's well worse than we thought it was. It wasn't just that he was taking donations and using them for his own whatever he wanted uh, and not using it to help the Republican campaigns and not using it actually for any campaigns. He can use the money however he wants. But it's way worse than that. We found out since that uh, not only was he just taking people's money, but he secretly turned on their monthly subscriptions so that uh, when you said you were going to donate $500, it was $500 a month for infinity. Oh, did he put that in small print somewhere where you couldn't? Yeah, really small print beneath the highlighted cap, all caps text. Yeah, he it was on there, but you had to go digging for it. And, uh, you know, Trump Trump followers aren't exactly big readers, so. No, I feel like that's one of their downfalls. Yeah. And at some and point. Then, okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Well, at some point, um, he sent them another email saying, hey, we're going to change your donation to weekly. What? Yeah. Yep. So not only taking it repeatedly, but upped it from monthly to weekly. So some people had thousands and thousands of in, uh, dollars in credit card debt before they even knew what was happening. Jesus, it's like you ran a fraud university in the past or something. <laughs> <laughs> right. Is anybody yep. suing him? So a lot of people started to and threatened, and apparently he turned around and uh, has did 530,000 refunds worth $64.3 million. Wow. It was 3% of all credit card fraud claims in that quarter. <laughs> that is fucking crazy. I saw, yeah. too, now that he's starting his own little cameo on his site. Is that in the article as well? I didn't see anything about where that. You, I don't you, know where it. you can get him to give you greetings, and he might do them. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And it has a list of all the different types of things he'll do. He'll do a birthday. He'll do a thing or whatever. <laughs> he's doing cameos. So, he's doing his own. He's doing his own cameo. Yeah, it's like his own cameo. <laughs> Private cameo where he may or may not do them. Yeah. <laughs> Just send him money and maybe. <laughs> if you ask him, please wish happy birthday to my son. He'll be like maybe, and then you'll get a message. And you'll click on it. It'll be like. This is former President Donald J. Trump. The election was stolen. Biden sucks. Happy birthday. Dude, that's too short, dude. The cameo would be 20 minutes long. And the last three seconds would be, happy birthday, Henry. Did you see his Easter message? Yeah. No. Dude, it was a fraudulent election and blah, blah, blah. And it was like really long. And at the bottom, he just puts, anyway, happy Easter. Literally. <laughs> anyway, happy Easter. Anyway, happy Easter. <laughs> No, granted, that's pretty much how I feel about Easter, but huh. still, that's <laughs> I don't think that's what his supporters are looking for. Right, right. I, I agree. I'm not I'm not wrong. I, my family is like, hey, what what are you guys gonna do for Easter? And I was like, it's gonna be like today, except we might eat ham. <laughs> they were like, Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I did see that. It was just posted in a Discord. He put out a statement by Donald J. Trump, forty fifth president of the United States of America. Happy Easter to all, including the radical left crazies who rigged the presidential election who want to destroy our country. Oh, is that different than the other one that he put out? Yeah. Okay, because there was well, he, a longer one. He, I think he's starting to tweet by statement. I mean, these things are yeah. tweets. Tweet? Uh, where? How is he doing that? No, he, 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 it's his substitute for tweets. It's just oh. a tweet in statement form. <laughs> this is his tweet methadone. Yeah. Uh, is that it? Do you think do you think he's addicted to his own nonsense? Yes. Like he needs it to get by. I don't I think that he is 
incapable of not thinking about himself. Oh, in yeah, clearly. Any, in any regard. So when you go, Mr. President, uh, it's kind of a tradition that former presidents will put out like a, you know, a message for the holidays. And, you know, nice little like Happy Easter, and blah, blah, blah. Got it. And instantly he's thinking about himself instead of the the message. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sure. I'm surprised there aren't hundreds of, of you know, statements. I'm using air quotes. You can't see. Um, I'm surprised there aren't hundreds of statements every day that are replacing his tweets. I don't know oh, why he's a, been so quiet. I don't get it. It's probably a pain in the ass to get him out. No, uh, true. You know, it's not like, do 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 send. <laughs> or in Trump's case, bing, 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 whatever he's... Bing, 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 bong, bong. I couldn't pass that up. It is it is nice, though, to laugh at Donald Trump now without having that little under layer of fear. Mm. It, you know, I mean, <laughs> before it was like, oh, God, you know, he's so stupid, but it was also scary. Now it's just like, what a dumbass. <laughs> I mean, he can still do some damage, but just for a little while, not as much. Yeah, we're, we're good for a little while. Yeah. I just, I, I'm curious how this is going to affect the people following him. Like, if mm. you if you really worship a guy and you want to give him five hundred dollars, all right, I I think you're stupid, but all right, whatever. And then he scams you to take that five hundred dollars once a week for the next three months without your knowledge. I mean, it has to hurt the, his numbers, right? The people who are following him. Mm, yeah, maybe the ones who got lost the money, but any of the other people, they'll never hear that story. Or they'll hear it and go, "Yeah, he got one over on them." Wouldn't you do that too if you had the chance? <laughs> Oh, I can hear that. Yeah. I don't know. And just to be clear to all of our patrons, no, I wouldn't do that if <laughs> I had the chance. <laughs> so, all right, next thing on my list uh, in the news, it's all over the news. If it's not uh, Derek Chauvin, it's uh, Matt Gates. <laughs> um, holy crap, that exploded. I mean, last week we talked about it a little bit and we're like, you know, he may not... He may not run again. It, oh, and maybe because of he's being investigated for dating a 17-year-old. Turns out it's way worse than all that. <laughs> yeah, so he may have given a 17-year-old money, taken her across state lines, and uh, had sex with her. While on ecstasy. <laughs> While on ecstasy. And uh, not only that, but then it came out that he's been bragging to his co-workers about the women that he has had sex with. Which isn't against new- the law. Sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's against almost all HR policies. <laughs> in, in the House of Representatives? I doubt it. Well, I don't I don't have any idea what their HR policies are. Yeah. But it's show, yeah, showing fellow members of Congress... Pictures of nude women that he supposedly had sex with on the, the House floor, floor of Congress. Yeah. I, I Wow. So he claimed uh, um, when he was a state legislator, they were trying to pass a law of revenge porn that you couldn't, um, you know, take nudes that were privately sent to you and um, put them on the internet that you could be prosecuted for that. Publicly. Yeah. He fought right. against it because he said once it was sent to him, yes. it belonged to him. <laughs> oh, Matt Gates here. Yeah. You're everything you look like you are. I know. I said that the other day. I go, way to play into your face, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, just, I mean, did you hear the story about him and the, the, the other, well, there's the other guy, his partner in crime. Yeah, the one that's actually the, been arrested. Yeah. Right, the tax collector that used to drive around his county and pull people over, oh. thinking that he could pull people over because he was a fucking tax collector. I didn't and hear that part. I don't know the guy's name off the top of my head, but he's great friends with Matt Gates, and he's the reason Matt Gates is in this sh- shit field. 
Greenfield, uh, that's Green, it. Greenfield, yeah, because yeah, that guy's in jail right now for child sex trafficking or something. They were and- going into the uh, the sheriff's office and taking um, expired licenses and just take rifling through the box and looking for IDs for their buddies or for their little girlfriends. I, or I the, thought they were the girls making, that they were molesting. I thought they were making fake IDs. No, they were they were going through the box of ones that were supposed to have oh. been destroyed and finding ones that looked. Hey, it looks close enough. We'll use that for candy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, this dude and nobody, no Republicans are defending him. No, oh, there are two. <laughs> oh wait, who are they? <laughs> you want to guess? You want to guess? Yeah. That's- Wait, wait, wait. Is one of Ted Cruz and Marjorie Taylor Greene? Oh yeah, not, I knew. Not yeah, Ted I Cruz. heard about Marjorie Taylor Greene ah, okay. and no, now Marjorie Sh- Taylor Greene is one of them. Jim Jordan. Now, this, today, yeah. t- today, Marjorie Taylor Greene pulled all of her tweets supporting Matt Gates, so mm-hmm. she might be changing her mind. Yeah. So the only one at this point is Jim Jordan. Clearly, these Guys, these two were not on the group text saying uh, we're abandoning Matt. On this one, <laughs> so they just figured, oh, the routine is we defend anybody in our party, right? <laughs> so the only one defending him is a guy who previously was accused of covering up sexual misconduct by a team doctor. <laughs> yep, yeah, which should be wow. said any time before you mention Jim Jordan's name. <laughs> I need to spell his name right too: G Y M Jordan. Yeah, the congressman who covered for a pedophile. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's that's the only guy defending you. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure you're guilty. Hundred <laughs> percent. So Maggie Haberman actually wrote a story today in the New York Times, just in the past hour or so, it um, hit the site about how Matt Gates tried um, to get a blanket pardon from Trump when Trump was president. So he knew back then. Oh shit, just coming. Well, I, Bar- I, if I if I could get a blanket yeah. pardon now, that'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, because Barr's Justice Department's the one who started this investigation, right? On him. And basically, the yeah, Trump's people went, what? Why? No. Go away. Shoo. <laughs> and this is what I don't get about these fucking guys. Mm. So, obviously, Matt Gates knew that this investigation was going on. Right. Because yeah, Green, right? Greenfield already knew that he was invest- investigate, being investigated at that point. So, it, then they were, you know, partners in crime. Wouldn't your next act to be, okay, this could be bad for me. Maybe I should lay low. Not open my mouth as much. You know? Stay out of the limelight, <laughs> you know? But this guy goes full-on crazy. I mean, anytime he can talk, he talks. Remember, he wore the gas mask into the chambers. Um, I mean, damn, he went down to Liz Cheney's state to, to, to rail against yeah. her. He's not even from that fucking state. Um, yeah. I mean, not making friends. I mean, I'm sure Liz Cheney's not defending him. She's probably <laughs> laughing her ass off right now. I just, yeah. I mean, and I feel like your suggestion is mild. <laughs> if... <laughs> Greenfield gets arrested, and I'm Matt Gates. I'm taking 100% of my liquid assets, and I'm moving to a non-extradition country. You're going to ask Nestor where his house is in, in Cuba? And <laughs> yeah. Hide out there? Exactly. Exactly that. Not, not may, maybe I'll be a jackass a little less loud. <laughs> but of course, he, he, you know, the last four years have taught him, and he's, in, he's a stupid right. man. The last four years have taught yeah. him that there are no consequences, so he's just going to he's yes, going to risk they have, it. They have not woken up from that delusion yet. No. Well, I think this might be the the issue here with him. If you think about it, and what does Ian always say when you get accused of something? Just deny it, yeah. right? Or just ignore it. Look at yeah. Governor Cuomo. I don't hear anybody talking about him anymore. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> yeah, it's like Matt Gates. I mean, even a little bit before Matt Gates, but 
Cuomo was just like, I'm not leaving. And, you know, a few people said you should leave, and then nothing happened. Now, there is an investigation going on, but we'll hear about it later. But nobody's talking about him. No. Basically, because, I mean, he wasn't, he didn't really break any laws. Unless that story. Well, unless that story of him grabbing that girl's titty is true, but. Sure. Right. Everything Matt Gates is accused of, except for showing pictures of naked women that he banged, which, by the way, guys, not, don't do that. Don't do it, that. Yeah. Oh, it's just the worst. When somebody does that to me, I'm like, I don't want to look at that. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but he's been accused of actual real crimes, which you can't just ignore. <laughs> right. You know, because you can't. I mean, granted, I know uh, Trump ignores a lot of summons, but he was president. Matt, you're in the House of Representatives. Completely different story. Yeah. yeah. Th- you're not getting a pardon from Biden. Just no. <laughs> and instead of keeping his mouth shut, he's going on Cucker Tolleson and, and giving a very strange defense. A defense of, they've been looking to me for a long time. But- Deep state. Deep state. Shakedown. Well, right. my favorite my favorite part about that interview was is that Gates didn't deny anything. He just right. said that they were getting uh, extorted. Right. And to both which, things and can he- be true. Right. Well, I'm saying that, that, that. Well, you're not saying you didn't do it. You're being extorted for it. Well, sorry, <laughs> you broke. You know, you did the crime. <laughs> then it took that that weird turn with Tucker and the dinner. Yeah, that was weird. Right. Oh boy. <laughs> He's like, I'm He's going. like, no, I went out to dinner with you and her, and, and Tucker was like, I don't know what you're talking about, dude. <laughs> that was amazing. Well, first it started off with. Well, Tucker, you know what I'm talking You were accused of sexual misconduct like I was, which apparently happened like 12 years ago mm. from some crazy person. And then Tucker was like, oh, you're going to drag me down in the muck with you? And, yeah, and then he was, the Tucker was like, new phone, who's this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, I took that girl to dinner with you, Tucker, remember? And Tucker's like, I don't remember what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and then basically called him a crazy person. He's like, that was the craziest interview I've ever had. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you lose Tucker and Fox News, man? Toast. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, so it must be way on. worse than we've heard about already. Yeah. I bet you he's calling Alan Dershowitz right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Is, yeah, Dur- yeah, Dershowitz. I keep getting him confused with Weisselberger. <laughs> <laughs> on paper, that doesn't make any sense, but yeah. Is Dershowitz yeah. still alive? Yeah. Hmm. He still, he's, did Trump's thing, didn't he? Yeah, the first impeachment. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, I guess. Hmm. Because so, uh, all the other OJ lawyers died <laughs> when the devil came to collect their souls, so I thought maybe, I don't know, maybe he used his Jew magic to repel Satan. Uh, on a side note, <laughs> stay alive. Uh, Ray, they're both named Alan. That's why I kept uh, sure. getting... You know, sure. <laughs> not that I was confusing two Jew names. <laughs> <laughs> they all sound alike. <laughs> All right, uh, uh, next thing that I have, there's some news from the EPA. I just thought this was interesting. The EPA has dismissed dozens of key science advisors uh, just just in the last week. They were all appointed by Trump. Uh, You're using air quotes for advi- science, right? Well, it's the Science Advisory Board and the Clean Air Scientific Advisory Committee, two heavily favored. Uh, so the people who were in there really were for the industry. Right, they they were they were ex industry people, and uh, that's why they were put there by Trump. So yeah, this, uh, whoever is in charge of the EPA right now, I don't remember who who it was, but they they went through and they just cleaned house. They're like, no, 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 you go home, no. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So that's good. 
At least a little bit of cleanup. Yeah, it's hard to pull out all the weeds, you know? <laughs> yeah, they'll be finding them yeah. for a couple years. Right. At least they're at least they're starting. Yeah. Another another thing that Biden's doing, he put out a list of I think it was eleven, but he put out a list of uh new judges or names that he are is going to nominate. Yeah, eleven people for j- federal district or appeals court judges. Um so at, according to the New York Times, this is uh, he's moving faster on it than any president in decades to fill uh, positions in the courts. And yeah, damn right. Faster than Trump? More than Trump. Quicker than Trump, at least. Well, then maybe he listened to the show last week where we're like, look, you got a year and a half at best. Start jamming yeah. shit through. Yeah. That point was I actually. I, I feel like Trump came out and said that in one of Trump's phony, like defensive of his own shittiness. This is one of the times where he was like, well. If you don't jam the judges through while you have the chance, that's dumb for you. Right. (laughs) He's like, Obama should have put every judge he's ever met in in his first two years, but he didn't because he's a dummy. And I was like, shit, you can't be right about something, are you? (laughs) Yeah, but that was something that was mentioned in the New York Times article is that uh, the the Democrats who are like the campaign, the people who are aware of what's going on in politics are like, yeah, you might have less than two years. You got to you got to get moving on some stuff. So for sure. He straightened this vaccine shit out. I'll tell you that. Oh yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that's going well. I, he just, I just saw it before we got on here that they, uh, they were gonna lift it for all adults on May first, and he's like, everybody's doing so well. April nineteenth now, all adults can get the vaccine. Well, I think he said that um, he's encouraging the governors to make it happen. This one, he said, all right, I understand not everybody can, but April nineteenth is now your target. Well, that's a that's a move up though. It is so, definitely yeah. So that means things. I mean, he's like, it's going so well that we yeah. can target that date. Well, I, th- I think they know that there's a large swath of the population that is not going to get, take the vaccine no matter what. So get everybody else in there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're not going to do it. Right. I, this I don't know what we do after that. The show. <laughs> well, kind of. It kind of leans that way. But, I mean, we're, we are talking about Biden and, and the, the progress that he's – I mean – the fact that he came out and said 100 million shots in 100 days and beat that in, like, 80 days, something like that? I think less, yeah. And then he immediately was like, well, let's go for 150 then. <laughs> you know, don't slow down. Uh, what was a couple of days ago? They hit uh, 4 million in a day? Yeah. It was Saturday, I think, that with all the um, uh, large drive through things that they've been doing across the country, yeah. Uh, 58, 58 days. days to hit 100 million. That's, uh, that's pretty good. I mean, and he set still his, upping it, so. Yeah, he set his target at attainable and then did better, so. Despite Johnson & Johnson fucking up like 15 million doses of their own vaccine. Yeah. yeah. But at least after it was fucked up, they didn't try to keep pushing it. You know? Yeah, yeah. Tr- Trump would have put that shit out. Right. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Don't throw them all away. <laughs> Send them to the liberal cities. <laughs> yeah, we're shipping those to Cuomo. <laughs> And Grinch wants me to throw in the uh, LMFAO. Um, So I do also want to mention this. A Pew Research Center came out with one of their studies. um, And so they, they asked people about Biden's religiosity. What religion Biden is, et cetera, and we've talked about it before. He's clearly a Catholic. However, mm-hmm. one of the interesting, very interesting pieces is that one percent of Democrats and seven percent of Republicans surveyed think that Joe Biden is an atheist. What? 
Seven percent. Wasn't he sworn into office on the original Bible? <laughs> right, like the largest, <laughs> biggest one that anyone's ever seen. Yeah, that that fucking wizard spell book that they pulled yeah. out. <laughs> Doesn't you he know. like he like legitimately goes to church every Sunday? Not like yeah. Trump, right? Oh yeah, right. Yeah, I don't think Biden was joking. Like when he was doing an interview with Colbert, and Colbert thought he was joking about making some Kennedy references, and people were worried about have Kennedy having like a direct line to the Pope. Biden's like, I have a direct line to the Pope. <laughs> He calls me often. He personally gave a eulogy at my son's funeral. Like, like we talk a couple times a year. I'm like, that's crazy. Mm. That's crazy. Wow. That, yeah, that's crazy. So, so he's getting his orders from the Vatican. I see. <laughs> totally. Taking over the country. That's okay. It's not Al-Qaeda. So people aren't that concerned anymore. <laughs> right. <laughs> But I, I don't think that Tr- uh, Trump, damn it, I don't think that Biden is pushing the country to be more religious in any way. He, doesn't, he does not appear to be yet. He doesn't yeah. really talk about it that much. No, doesn't. That's exactly what a person should be doing. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I didn't have any problem voting for someone who was so religious. Because he, he has never brought it up. Like, he has never pushed any sort of religious agenda or doctrine while he's been in office. Not which that is, I've been aware Yeah, which is how all religion should be. Just yeah. do yeah. your own thing and don't fuck with other people. Right. Don't bring it into your work in the government because it's, it's not related. All right. So while we're on politics, uh, Senator Lisa Murkowski, we've talked about her several times. She's one of the Republicans who maybe she'll swing, you know, toward the progressive <laughs> side every now and then. <laughs> people always get their hopes yeah. up and she always disappoints. Right. So uh, she has voted against the Republican Party several times. Um, she opposed Brett Kavanaugh's Supreme Court nomination. Um, she voted to protect the Affordable Care Act. She voted to convict Donald Trump. So it's very likely that she's not going to uh, to be in office. So let's look at one of her, the front runners, one of the people who will likely get her Senate seat. Oh, Kelly Chibaka. I think that's how you pronounce that name. I could be wrong. She is a Pentecostal. Oh, oh boy. She is known for having, uh, she goes to a church who, that is known for having members who speak in tongues and do faith healing. Uh, there yes. is a clip on the Friendly Atheist website talking about uh, her saying, God loves it when I try to talk in my spirit language. He thinks it's so cute that the only person in the world who can understand me is him. She talks about the fact that her 18-month-old uh, baby has this gibberish talk, and she's the only person who understands it. So she can tell other people what the baby wants by what it's saying, and that's like speaking in tongues. So that that allowed her to open up and freely speak in tongues, and whether anybody understood her or not, she knew that God would. So it's all good. Okay. She says, my brain oftentimes is too active. Because I've got this high-powered brain that never stops, <gasps> and Where sometimes I heard that it, before. <laughs> sometimes it gets in the way, so I just have to close my eyes and shut off my brain and talk, and I know that God will understand what I'm saying. She's I mean, it is, Al- it is Alaska. I mean, they're not known for great no, government. I was going to say, there's no way she's not winning. Right. I, I actually, I don't see, I see her being in office very shortly. Mm. Is she the only person? Is she Wait, she's, so she's trying to primary Murkowski? Oh, yeah, it has to be, yeah. Wow. I love that she as picked this, as, this picture is the one that she chose to use. The one with the sneer. 
Well, she, you can't just be a woman. You got to be a mean, crazy woman ah. to be a Republican. Well, she's got two of the three at least. <laughs> yeah. Has she, she shown off her mean. guns yet? What was that? Has she shown off her guns yet? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Can we call her Kelly Chewbacca? <laughs> That's what I thought he did say originally until I saw the spelling. <laughs> I, think I was waiting for was the Chewbacca say. joke. <laughs> I, guess, I guess I just don't want mm. her to have an easy to remember fun nickname. I want her to not win. Mm. <laughs> but I mean, she's speaking in tongues, as in, you know, wiki noises, and it, all she needs is a bandolier, yeah. and we're, we're off to the races. <laughs> right. I'm sure she has a bandolier. Like, I'm sure it would all come together and it'd be all appropriate. I just, I'm really deeply concerned that no matter the extremism or extremistness, I don't know, there's not a word, no matter how extremely your views are, no matter how openly incompetent you are, no matter how inability, your inability to get your message across, all you have to do is slap an R in front of the candidate's name, and they've won. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, like, that, and that speaks- 75% of the time. And that speaks volumes to a guy like Matt Gates. you know, where like, what has he done? <laughs> what, <laughs> well, is, what has Marjorie Taylor Greene done before she got her position? She owned tanning salons. What has this woman done? Does she have any experience? Um, she, Yeah, she works somewhere in government currently. Um, well, at least she got that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, that makes her a Washington insider and unelectable. Yeah, yeah. As, as people are fond of saying, that's not a glitch, Ian. It's a feature. <laughs> you know? Uh, she was they uh, want, state's commissioner for the Department of Administration, whatever the hell that is. But I guess, is it just not stopping this time? Like, I remember 10 years ago when the Tea Party was born and, you know, some crazy snuck in and they were goofy and... Uh, one of them ran for president. I can't remember her name right now, but she was a nightmare. They say Michelle but, you know, Bachman, who you're talking about. Yes. Was, that's what John Boehner said in his book. <laughs> I don't know if you're bringing that up at all, Ray. No, I didn't know. What did he write about? Oh, yeah, oh my yes. God. Yeah, he wrote a tell, like a tell-all. And, he, and oh. he was talking about Fox News and how Fox News, like, instead of putting on actual people with intelligence who shared their views, they're like, we need stars. We need crazy people. And the first person they, they threw out there was Michelle Bachman. Wow. And yeah, but see, I thought it, it kind of like, I don't know, you could, the wave kind of, they wrote it and it crested and then it, then it rolled back. This doesn't seem to be stopping. This is any, this is like the Republican Party is like open mic night. Yeah. Just slap an R in front of any crazy person and boom, there you go. Just start spouting your nonsense into the mic and you're elected. Yeah, it's Trump's GOP, definitely. And that's, and that's the thing is that. If you if you really look back at this, it's this all happened because of a mistake. <laughs> like if they had vetted Sarah Palin more mm. for John McCain's thing and not had picked her and picked somebody who wasn't a fucking crazy person, we wouldn't be here because Sarah Palin tested those waters for a guy like Trump. Right. And Sarah Palin was immensely popular with the base. Immensely. Even and to this she, day. She was an idiot from the time she stepped up to the mic. Everyone, and and the rest of us a, went, oh. <laughs> yeah, and they didn't give a shit because she nope. made a couple mom jokes. She, you know, she did word salad. Yeah, did word <laughs> salad of nonsense. But luckily, she ran up, they ran up against Obama, which was an unstoppable machine. But that's testing the waters. And they were like, well, that'll never happen again. <laughs> and then Trump comes along and smashes 18 legitimate candidates. <laughs> yeah. Out of the water, people who have experience, and now they're just like, "This is this is what we have to do." 
they need more people. They need more Matt Gates. Yeah, they need they do. more. There's nothing. Who are they going to run? A boring ass person like Mitt Romney? He can only win in Utah. <laughs> yeah, it's the so fu- that- it's the future of the GOP. Absolutely. Yeah. Is that is, so? Politics has now been replaced by theater almost completely. No, on their side it has. Yeah. That's Jesus, terrible. we voted in the most boring, milquetoast, run-of-the-road <laughs> fucking politician ever. I don't I, know about that. I think, I think uh, uh, what's his and, name? And of that from, group of candidates? In, the guy from Indiana, the vice president. What the fuck's his name? Pence? Yes, Richard? Pence was the most white-toast <laughs> candidate. But I mean, he didn't run for president. But Yeah, yeah where's that fucker these days? Uh, he, he's I don't hiding. Where's it? Literally he's hiding. low, waiting for the smoke to clear. Supposedly yeah, he's been he's been couch surfing. I use quotes because he's not really couch surfing, but he's not yeah. in an official residence anywhere. He's hiding, literally. And neither is Kamala Harris, so. <laughs> yeah. Weird. I don't love that. But so if that's if that's the direction, so then so then is it a safe bet that twenty twenty four is definitely Tucker Carlson's making a run? <laughs> Do we need does the GOP need that level of celebrity to represent them, or are they still at D-listers? If I Trump is the, still alive, it'll be Trump. No. No. Okay, well, Karen can give her theory, and then I'll give mine. <laughs> That's all I got. That's my theory. <laughs> no way is it Trump, I don't think. But I'm curious if Tucker has the charisma like Trump, or the level of crazy, or is he willing to say the crazy shit? Tucker's a smart guy. Mm. There you go. Will, yes. Will he trade the money for the power? I mean, I, I don't know. It's probably not. It's probably not going to happen. It's They'll probably find somebody. Well, I already told you who the next nominee is going to be. MTG. Did you say it was Marjorie Taylor Greene yeah, already? Yeah, MTG, baby, all the way. Dang. She's just so stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like she's more of a, oh, no, well, maybe 2024. Yeah, I'll give you that. Because you're right. She is more of a, maybe we'll get lucky against the incumbent, but not a real legitimate run. Hmm. Like let's that's assuming that Biden in, is going to run again in 2024, which I'm sure he will as much as that pains me to say aloud. Really? I'm still um, kind of feeling that he's not going to. He will. Dude, I think it depends. Be, I would like, love it if he did. But it turns out I was wrong about other things and we haven't gotten there yet. So when we do get there, remind me to tell you that you were right, Jared. Oh, <laughs> I love I love a story like that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it depends on if there's a candidate who can pick up the reins and win when we get to 2024. I mean, if he doesn't think that um, whoever you know the the heir apparent is, it will will be able to pull it in. He'll he'll stay with it, just so you know whoever Trump supports, or if or if it's Trump himself, doesn't get into power. I would be very curious if Trump is even a factor in four years. He has got the GOP by the short hairs right now. He, right now, but we're only three months into. Right, you know, we're a hundred days in. Yeah, but yeah. I, I mean, do you remember when uh, the, the 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 Biden first one and um, like Mitch McConnell came out and went, "Oh, thank God, that's over. We don't have to deal with Trump anymore." Like two weeks later, he's like kissing ass down there at Mar-a-Lago. So there was a little a mini breakout of the GOP of let's return to normal, and they're right back in line. And it well, took again, weeks. The, yeah, yeah. Well, there's a little whiplash because Mitch McConnell again had to realize that his base is no longer rich conservative people that it's full of fucking mouth breathing yokels. Right. Right. Who love that kind right. of shit. And plus his his not that he's hurting in any way, but you know, one of his thousands of gravy trains, you know, had just wrapped up then. I mean mm. his wife used Secretary of Transportation to hook her family up with every possible importing and exporting just 
plum that he could find, they made hundreds of millions of dollars off her cabinet position. Yep. And I really feel that, like, Mitch McConnell deals with Trump like he deals with a, a, a an angry toddler. <laughs> where he's like, okay, I can't have him running at the mouth about me, so let me go down there and placate him for a little bit, and then I'll go back to doing what I do. But the thing is, you know? though, and the, 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 the main problem the Republicans have, though, is that the, the, the mouth breathers that are the base are not going to get smarter in the next four years. Right, so, so they need crazy people like this woman in Alaska. Yeah, they need charismatic they- people that, that talk in tongues. Yikes. <laughs> yeah, and own bars called shooters. They just need that. That's what they need. Nobody, yeah. they don't, they're not interested in governing. No. Well, they don't even have a platform this year. So, no, they're not interested in governing at all. They haven't been for years and years. It's just been kind of a, a, a secret that they don't have any platform other than, you know, guns and no and abortion. Right. And, and you it. know why? Because politics is fucking boring. And hard. Yeah. It's boring and it's hard. But it's way more easier to get worked up about fucking plastic straws and football players kneeling. Yeah. I'm going to use that as a, as a segue to, to bring up uh, uh, my next thing, which is, again, from the Friendly Atheist webpage. Um, Representative Mike Johnson from Louisiana has introduced a House resolution. He's a, he's a member of, of the House. He wants to uh, – he's filing a bill to force witnesses who go in front of the House committees to end their oath with so help me God. No. With all the coronavirus and infrastructure and fucking everything else going on, this is the bill he puts forward. He's very concerned with witnesses to the House making sure that they say, so help me God. Yeah. Oh, I thought the way when you read it that they were t- forcing them to not say it, but now I'm not, now I'm not on board anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, he absolutely needs them to say it. That is what's wrong with America right now. And you know what? They love it. Yeah, that bill, because they don't know about anything else. They don't know what's going on in the world. Well, and this will fix things in their mind. This is the kind of shit they care about. Yeah. Because they don't care that they're getting ripped off. No. So they tried to do this last year, and the wording is almost identical. Uh, It had 15 co-sponsors. They were all Republicans. They included alleged sex predator uh, Madison Cawthorn and alleged sex predator Matt Gates. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I love that he threw that in there. <laughs> Wasn't there like a time during Obama's administration one of them brought up a, a bill or something to reaffirm that in God we trust was the motto of the country? Oh, yeah. And it passed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just like that's the kind of shit that sells, man. They don't actually do anything, though. They don't They don't progress. They don't need to. Right. They just want to be a little bit aggressive with mm. it. Well, they just need to rub your face in it. Just, just enough. It's not even that. Like, they know that kind of shit. Gets them reelected because their job is not to serve the people. It's to keep the job. <laughs> so what do the people want? My people. I'm not saying all people, but their people. Wow. It's pretty simple. Yeah. Do anything to be pro-guns, anti-trans, uh, anti-gay, and pro-God. And you're good. Yeah. I will do nothing to help you except try to fuck gay people over. How's that sound? That's what the platform I'll run on. Yeah. That's <laughs> your platform. You got a uh, R behind your name. Winner. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. So now the actual representatives, I, I get it. I get this guy. And it's, it's you know, it's what you're saying. It'll absolutely get him reelected. Like he doesn't know that, you know, he knows that this is, you know, an empty gesture. He knows that it'll get people like, yeah, he's a great guy. Look what he did. I guess. I don't know. People's inability to even make an effort to perceive things 
from another point of view, even a little bit. <laughs> it just seems hard for me. And I just like, I can only imagine if someone, what if, <laughs> so we take this same bill, except it's proposed by Ilian Omar. And she said, all witnesses, when they're done speaking, have to say, Asim alaikum, masalam. <laughs> oh my God. People would die. Yes. They would actually die. Like Mike Johnson, his head would explode. There would be rioting in the street. And, right. And it, it's it would be just as meaningless and, and just as like just banal, but Jesus, people, just just try. Mm. Try to be a decent person once in a while. You can't all go all in on being shitbags. It's like the meme that I saw go across Facebook a few times here recently about how now that uh Kamala Khan is uh Kamala Khan. Kamala Khan. The wow. new Miss Marvel? She's real Ray? I knew it! I fucking knew it! I've been playing too much Marvel Puzzle Quest. Uh, uh, now, now that Kamala Harris has been, uh, you know, in the vice presidency for this long, she's going to force all st- all students in schools, public schools, to use Arabic numerals. <laughs> and there are comments about people, There people are freaking out about it. Like, I, I've gone to the comments and people are like, not in my fucking country. We can't even get you people to use the metric system, and that makes sense. Right. (laughs) By the way, we we do use Arabic numerals. We have since, you know, I don't know. Not Roman times. Hundreds of of years. (laughs) Numbers one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, those are Arabic numerals. That's that's (laughs) because the Arabs at the time came up with mathematics as we know it. So, (laughs) And I'm not going to use your Muslim math. (laughs) Gonna start doing math in, in Roman numerals. Great. Oh God, no! Please no. <laughs> yeah, that's. I I stole that from Veep, <laughs> the Muslim okay, math. Okay. <laughs> Could we back up to John Boehner for a second though, because it sounded like somebody hadn't heard about this. <laughs> uh, hey, I I've got the gist of it. He wrote a book. Except that it. It was like he was like I left the Republican Party when I realized it was dead. Yes, but it actually the story is actually has a tone to it though because he actually recorded <laughs> the audiobook himself. And it sounds like he was drunk on Merlot, because <laughs> it's oh, it's amazing. He did the audiobook version himself. Yeah. He's got some great quotes from there, too, Ian. <laughs> every oh. once in a while, he just breaks out and says, oh. Local library, here I come. Every once in a while, he busts out and he goes, and Ted Cruz, you're an asshole. <laughs> Dude, my favorite, they kept isolating it on Pod Save America, was Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. <laughs> they just, they In just the audiobook. The yeah, they just had it on the soundboard. He literally said he's a reckless asshole who thinks he's smarter than everyone else. I Yeah, I actually want to listen to this. Like, I don't know if I can make it all the way through because, oh, boners, so hard to listen to. Yeah. Well, it's all slurry and it's fantastic. Well, just what it takes to be like, yeah, I can do my own audio. <laughs> That's amazing. Good for you. Well, I mean, like Hitchens did his own audio and that just, that's astounding. Like, he was such a great speaker. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Boehner? <laughs> I gotta tell yeah. I gotta tell these guys, you gotta stop doing your own audiobook because Howard Stern's guys always chop up that audio and make you say the dumbest shit <laughs> <laughs> ever. Well, when you have that many words to work with, yeah, it makes it a little easier. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I am genuinely interested in hearing this mm, book. Sure. Yeah, it, it was interesting too because he was talking about the Tea Party and how like he's like they wanted uh, like a hundred percent of everything they wanted, and I swear if I gave them a hundred, they still weren't happy. Like 
He's like, there's just no pleasing them. I mean, despite it being funny and all the shit in it, there's some, like, damning things that he says about people. Like, not not like, uh, you know, the audio book coming, or the audio interviews of Trump oh, sure. being like, you know, yeah, yeah, this, this virus is bad. <laughs> <laughs> right, not like some huge bombshells, yeah. but like, you know, just to reaffirm the stuff that, that, again, that you have said and you have thought and we've said on this show that they all know and it's all a fucking show. Yeah, but that's and- the thing about the, the Boehner book. It's not going to move anybody on that side. No. Because they're nope. all... They, one, they don't know. <laughs> they it's don't just, know Vayner came out with a book. <laughs> no. But, I mean, he, he, he represents the um, the old Republican, the old GOP. And when he left, we went, mm-hmm. huh? That's an odd time for him to but leave. We, again, we're, that was a time when we left. We were kind of relieved. I was like, oh, you know, all right. You know, uh, Boehner and, and Paul Ryan, they're, they're going to get out of the yeah. way. <laughs> and then I was like, oh... <laughs> oh, they got out of the way in a, oh, man. That's some egg on my face. Yeah. <laughs> they got out of the way and the crazies took over. Yeah. Yeah, Paul Ryan. Again, which helps to reinforce the confusion from before. If you're in a job in the government to, and Trump is ruining everything, you don't protest by quitting. You protest by staying and trying to keep it from sinking. Yeah, that, well, Apparently that. They, the only person in the country who gets that is DeJoy. Yeah. Yeah, that was a Democrat thing, though. Yeah, which, that was oh, that all... drove me fucking nuts. Be like, oh, thanks. So you're just gonna make it easier for them by leaving? Yeah. Thanks for your protest. <laughs> Enjoy your panel session at MSNBC. <laughs> yeah, but Boehner and Paul Ryan are the you know, the, the perfect examples. They both went. I, I don't know. Maybe they saw that this this was inevitable and that they were only going to be primary. Oh yeah, clearly the all writing the, was on it the was wall. That, remember, remember Jason Shavitz or what was his mm. name? There was he a Jason was like, Shavitz. He was head of the, the Judiciary Committee and was like, I can't be in here and defend Trump. I'm quitting. Mm-hmm. And he fucking left. And now he, I think he shows up on Fox News all the time. <laughs> all right, before we get too late, I'm going to transition on to uh, from some the politics stuff. Wait, did we miss what, what the story where I was right? <laughs> where, where, where's that story? I don't, I don't know. Let me look you... to see what's, let me look to see what's coming up and I'll work it oh, in okay. there. <laughs> all right. Is it religious nonsense? Nope. So, nope. It's not. It's not going to come up. I'll work it into the end of the okay. show. All right. So, so it's end of the end of the show material. We're yes. we're raising. Got anything else? <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to mention that the Archbishop of Canterbury has talked about the uh, Mohammed cartoon, and his, the the gist of what he said is basically, look, I don't like blasphemy, but it should not be a criminal matter. I don't like blasphemy. I don't have to like it, but I don't have to love it in order to say. You know, people shouldn't go to jail. People shouldn't be killed for having freedom of speech. Can I stop you real quick? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm having a real problem here tonight because I thought you said the Hobbit cartoon. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> he talking about that 1970s Hobbit movie that yeah, came that out? Yeah, like, no, that was scary. I love that one. <laughs> I was like, what religious blasphemy was the in that The Mohammed movie? <laughs> cartoon. Maybe I said it too quickly. Okay. Sorry, the Charlie Hebdo cartoon. Yes, the story took on a whole different feel for me. <laughs> there it is. Uh, so, in any case, good for the Archbishop of Canterbury. I, uh, you know, not too often that I'm going to say that, so I thought I'd throw right. it. Right. Uh, also, uh, this, uh, Ian, this is going to hit home a little bit. Okay. A flat earther was arrested in Canada. He left his house. In less than an hour after three Masonic lodges burned in Vancouver. So he he left his house, committed arson three times, specifically at Masonic lodges, and then 
went back home and posted to the internet, I just cleaned three satanic clubhouses and nobody can do anything. And is he in jail now? Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, somebody did something. Huh. You were wrong. <laughs> yeah, this 42-year-old, apparently he is a flat earther, and this is something new to me. The flat at, at one of the flat earther conventions, uh, apparently uh, different groups went off the rails. They believe that uh, well, we all know that they believe that the earth is shaped like a disc and then it's flat and it's like a pancake. But uh, the whole the whole movement is around a plot that people are covering up the truth, whether they blame the government or they have anti-Semitic theories. Some of them blame the Freemasons of concealing <laughs> the earth's true shape. And apparently he was one of them, and uh, decided to that he would he would burn down their houses. So, wow, oh, well, Freemasons. That's yeah. That story has a whole Better bunch of crazy. It, it really seems. I will be cautious, but not that cautious. <laughs> I'm just pumped that I can hopefully start going back to meetings this year. Ian, can you confirm yep. this that you guys are trying to cover up the <laughs> the Earth is flat? <laughs> I, I cannot. Confirm I know. I know I you're. Not, uh, Ray, that sounds and Karen. That sounds like an admission to me that he is. No, I. I mean, I know, there I mean, are lots of things I know you're, that I am sworn to secrecy about. But I mean, I mean, we have we have video and photography from space. We have military ballistic experts that correct for the rotation of the Earth when they fire their weapons. I mean, we have shadows. We have depth <laughs> perception. It is one hundred percent provable. <laughs> Flat earthing is uh, uh, see, I can still get on board with them because I am like a a conspiracy theorist hipster. I used to be into it, but now that everybody's into them, they're they, I don't like them anymore. <laughs> see, this but is these guys. This is are committed to nonsense. So good for them. This is why I don't understand. Like guys like Mark Zuckerberg or Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos don't have more fun with the fact that they have all that money. Because if I had all that, if I had the money that Elon Musk had, I would be like. I would go find the biggest flat earther on YouTube, the guy who has the most followers, and be like, I will Let's put go. you into space for free. <laughs> Let's go, and we're going to film the whole thing. What do you say? This will be your chance to prove to the world that the earth is flat. Right? <laughs> like, uh, why, how much could that possibly cost Elon Musk to do? Million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. No, more than that. In any case, pennies for him. Yes, but you're right. For him, it would be like pennies, because... I thought what didn't one of in, didn't one of the Backstreet Boys or InSync get to go to space? Yeah, but he paid. If you can make he, it yeah, to space on InSync money, <laughs> what? Yeah, but he paid. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying if you can get to space on InSync in money, you can definitely get anybody you want to space on Elon Musk money. Well, I'm, I mean, he's got the shit already. I mean, just be like, I'll put you. Ah, uh, in- those explode all the time. <laughs> what? <laughs> Not people in them. Different ones. <laughs> Well, no, that's what I'm going to say. So you put this poor guy in there, thinks he's going to disprove the shape of the earth, and he explodes. That's just going to look – that's his well, PR Well, if that happens, then forget it. The gloves are off because they, they've won. At that point, the flat yeah. earth happens. But you see, you killed our leader. <laughs> I knew it. But and I, if I – shit, not only that, I would tell – if I were Elon Musk, I'd be like, not only am I going to put you in space, I'll give you a million dollars to do it. Just to fuck with him. <laughs> just to be like, I mean, again, I don't think Elon Musk is sitting around talking about this shit like we are. You know, the guy grew up sure. with emeralds in his pockets, which I love to say every time he's brought <laughs> up. But yeah, why not do that? I would be paying money to do do weird shit all the time, <laughs> and I would do good shit with my money. <laughs> just for sure, hopefully, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be putting uh, anti fucking uh, union shit in the bathrooms at my plants like uh, one Jeff Bezos. Yeah. I mean, I understand. I mean, 
People don't like Elon Musk, and I understand it, and he's eccentric, and I certainly don't agree with a lot of the shit that he, he puts out on the internet. But, it, you know, at least he's not Jeff Bezos. <laughs> You're right. right. You're right. He, I, I fully agree with that. I was, uh, you know, I definitely have some objections to Elon Musk and his behavior and, uh, you know, him needlessly going after cave diving guys. Right, yeah. the pedophiles. <laughs> Like, that's just, that's, that's alarming. But, you know, I was, at the same time, I'm with Ray. I'm like, he's better than Jeff Bezos. And I, I respected him when Bernie Sanders is like, you're too rich. Why are you so rich, you piece of shit? And he's like, listen, I'm trying to get us off this motherfucking planet. You shut up and you go in charge of finances in whatever committee you're in. <laughs> that's true. You don't, you, I was like, you right, do not hear good of for you, Elon. bad working conditions at Elon Musk factories and whatnot. Oh, that's true. I, I also, I've never heard that Tesla workers are denied bathroom breaks and have to pee in their pants and are tortured in order to get the packages to me in two days or less. And again, having said all that, I feel like, didn't Jeff Bezos, like, double his worth during the pandemic, if yeah. not more? Oh my god, yes. Right? Yeah. He could easily fix all this shit and be like, I have enough money, I could redo all my fucking factories or do one and at least show us, like, the most, the best bathrooms in the world. TVs and all the fucking stalls and a bidet <laughs> and, like, do Do it! <laughs> Right, enough people so that they don't have to work nonstop, that they can have a five-minute break and go take a piss. Yeah, because quite honestly, I'm sick of hearing about your fucking factories, man. Mm. Or your warehouses and how shitty you are to people. Just hire more people. You've got yeah, the money. dude. For fuck's sake. <laughs> Jesus. Give them a living wage. you got the money, man. Yeah. What the, are you the, doing with it? The, yeah. He's saving it all up to send flat earth through space. <laughs> should. I mean, may, unless it's some kind of weird... Oh, man, I just came up with a great idea for a fucking science fiction movie. <laughs> Where Save it. <laughs> okay. No, I got to put it out Don't there. Don't give it to these I people. Just... They want to steal it from you. <laughs> Think about this, right? The guy's like a lowly fucking tech worker. And one day a portal opens up and it's his future self comes out. Right? And he's like, my man, I'm Jeff Bezos. Or well, the equivalent of a Jeff Bezos. Right? I have $450 billion. I'm you in the future. Just fucking 10 years from now, right? But you've got to create this company to build the time machine so I can come back here and tell you this, right? So the whole reason Jeff Bezos is doing all this shit is so he can build this fucking time machine with the $450 billion <laughs> to go back and tell himself to build the fucking time machine. <laughs> so we open the film with a time travel paradox and the purpose of the film is to solve that paradox? Right. That's I what don't I know. Heard. Fuck you. I'm never watching that movie. That's <laughs> listen. That's just we're just. This is the base. We'll we'll flesh out the rest of it. You know. <laughs> All right. I didn't oh. want to change the topic because I like I like taking a shit on Jeff Bezos, but um, <laughs> right. I, I do want to I do want to move on. We're getting a little long on time. So uh, over in Tennessee, I saw an article that was entitled a uh, a vaccine hoaxer, insurrectionist, and 9/11 truther. Is one step closer to picking your child's textbooks. Oh, no. Yeah. So now, she does, it isn't a countrywide thing. It is a Tennessee thing. I don't know how influential this group in Tennessee is for the nationwide textbooks. Like, Texas is in charge of what students read, right? Uh, we all kind of know that. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but this woman is, uh, she has been approved for a position on the Textbook and Instructional Materials Quality Commission. She was only voted against by one state senator, and that state senator, during the, the questioning, 
asked her about so she's a, a member of this group and she there's a website and she asked her about the uh, the things that are posted on this website with which she is associated with and it's all like 9/11 truther stuff um it, it's uh talking about how legitimizing palestinians blowing themselves up killing innocent people like it's it's all 9/11 kind of stuff and it, it questions the, the the things that are pretty much known to be fact quite clear that she's involved with this group that is a 9-11 truther group wow she also was involved she's been anti black lives matter she has fought to uh she's fought against a mosque being built in uh i forget what city it is but somewhere in tennessee claiming that uh, it would allow terrorist training to be uh, taking place in their backyard oh. wow uh, she she is a vaccine hoax hoaxer she participated in the insurrection on january 6th yeah, she's going to be uh so the works. To pick the, You're saying uh, it's school books. She's got she's got the works. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Beyond I don't know that she has yeah. any association with uh, QAnon, but I mean she was at the insurrection. So there's a and there's an, there's an association in any case, right? Like Oh, Jeff, I hope you're wrong. Presidential candidate 2024? <laughs> <laughs> no, she's going to be on the short list when McConnell retires. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. She's gonna be. She's gonna be one of the three. Oh, names. that's one state over, isn't it? They're Kentucky. Oh, they're Kentucky. Ugh. Yeah, he's got his three people already picked. Yeah, okay. I'm sure. It's a real smorgasbord of uh, craziness there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what caught my attention. <laughs> he'll just he'll just make up a brand new rule and give his voting ability to Rand Paul. So Rand Paul just gets two there votes. There you go. I would buy that. <laughs> All right. So uh, over into some of the uh, COVID nineteen news. Not a whole lot to discuss, I don't think. I just wanted to bring up uh, Brazil. If you take a look at the – so on our website, we've had linked for a long time the uh, Johns Hopkins COVID-19 dashboard. If you take a look at the numbers in there, the United States has had 30.8 million positive cases. Brazil has had – is number two at 13.1 million cases. The thing that I really wanted to point out about that, though, is if you pull up the deaths – Right, the people that have died. Um, the United States is at five hundred fifty-six thousand deaths, which is horrendous. Brazil, with having like a third the number of cases, has three hundred thirty-six thousand deaths. Hmm. So their number of deaths, uh, the the ratio is through the roof. It is way bigger, and I mean some of that is because the the country's just not testing people. Right. Um, they're not putting a priority on getting testing out there. So the number of 13.1 million cases in Brazil, yeah, probably easily double that, if not more. Wow. And uh, there's there's some story in this article. It's on NBC News. If you take a look at it, it it's pretty horrendous. The So, it, I mean, there's a story about uh, a guy, a middle-aged guy who died and – or he sorry, not middle-aged. He was 22 he died in uh, the recent COVID wave. Uh, his family is now watching over his father who tested positive, and they have called the, the hospitals in the area. He is on a waiting list of 6,300 people waiting for a hospital bed. Wow. The cemeteries are overflowing. The mor uh, morgues are overflowing. Brazil's in a real shit shape as far as the COVID-19 goes. 
And so I haven't enough. heard anything about this. Like I'd heard that, you know, Brazil was kind of bad. It's brought up now and then. But the, you take a look at the, this article and the numbers. It is it is pretty horrendous. Now, all I hear about is how cases are up in our country. They are. Even 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 though we're all getting vaccines, like they're like cases are still rising. though. Yeah. Oh, right. Well, you know, the fourth wave was just everybody going, oh, the vaccine's here. Everything's mm. better. No, wait, we all have to actually get the vaccine for things to be better. And they're like, well, we're not waiting. Yeah. Year's up. You said I could go outside again. See ya. Yeah, we're having we're having some mini surges around here too, but I'm still hopeful. Well, and the United States is always, I mean, the media, not, not, not to do the mainstream media thing, but the media is always focused on how, how anything affects Americans, mm. right? Like um, the worst part about the article is uh, that ends on the uh, – the thought that a lot of the country's doctors and nurses in Brazil are developing symptoms of PTSD because it's it's just been too much. So it's is going to I mean, even if the virus gets under control, they are going to be suffering from the uh, impact of it for quite a quite a period of time. Well, all those people, even all the people that get the disease that don't die too, a lot of them have um, ongoing symptoms, and that that's a, a healthcare nightmare moving forward. Right. So this is not something that is going to, you know, clear up once they get vaccinated. Wow. So the last thing that I have on COVID, I only had a couple of articles. Uh, in The Atlantic, there's an article by Derek Thompson that I thought was funny. He has an article entitled The Pandemic's Wrongest Man, <laughs> uh, where he talks about the fact that, you know, he was wrong about a few things. He said California was wrong about the whole, you know, how it works outside. New York was wrong about subways. Like, there were a lot of predictions that were just off. Anthony Fauci was even wrong about masks, which, to be honest, I think what Fauci originally said was so that there wasn't a run on masks. He's a flip-flopping fucker, Ray. <laughs> and he's out to get us all. That, that little Fauci. Hashtag fire Fauci. Hate that fucking guy, Fauci. Hate him. <laughs> These are actual quotes from people I know. Yeah. Right. Oh, I assume that was actual Twitter quotes from Marjorie Taylor Greene. <laughs> These are people I've spent time with, personally. <laughs> so, in any case, this article that he had was against Alex Berenson, a former New York Times reporter, Yale-educated, novelist, tweeter, <laughs> essayist. He predicted a whole bunch of things about the uh, virus. He predicted that we wouldn't hit 500,000 deaths. Uh, cloth and surgical masks can't protect you from the virus. Just a whole ton of stuff. He has 200,000 followers on Twitter and uh, millions of viewers um, because he's on Fox News quite a bit because he he says what they want to hear. Mm -hmm. uh, he blamed the vaccines for causing spikes in severe illness. He blamed What's the vaccines that? for suppressing our immune system. Uh, he suggested that countries like Israel have suffered from their early vaccine rollout. I mean, just repeatedly, over Suffered and over. Suffered how? With lack Suffered of how? COVID? They don't have enough COVID. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, because oh, man. I... Go ahead. I'm sorry. This is a little bit of a different element, but I listened to this one guy. Do you guys know who Gary Null is? Mm. No. No. I do. No. He, uh, I, I was um, exposed to Gary Null way back in the early 2000s. He used to work at one of the local New York radio stations when I was living in the city. And uh, he was like a health expert guy, you know, like really into like eating healthy and exercising and stuff like that. And he had like an hour long radio show and the guy's voice is just like mesmerizing to me and it would like just put me to sleep. So I'd love listening to him on my drives and shit like that, you know, so I could get into a car accident. <laughs> so you could fall asleep during your drives? Yeah. yeah. Classic. But in the, in the years 
uh, Gary has gone really off the fucking deep end, and now he's like a massive anti-vaxxer um, and all this other shit. But of course, I still listen to him occasionally because I like to have an ear to the asylum. That's why, you know, I watch the Duck Dynasty guys talk. I, wa- I listen to Gary Null. I just got to know what these fuckers are all thinking. He put somebody on this. There's this woman who's trying to do this movement in Israel. Just to, we'll tie it back to Israel. <laughs> on just what a hellish thing is going on in their country. This woman was practically fucking crying. Because some people who don't get the vaccine are getting shunned. And she's like, we're, step, we're one step away from military state. <laughs> because of this. <laughs> like, the jump from being shunned to military state is insane. But she is pleading with people to help Israel. It's like, and this is what I see on on our side too, is that people are insisting on Facebook that there are places that you cannot go unless you show your vaccination card. Have you heard any of this? There are a couple of countries that will let you in to vacation and won't make you uh, stay in your hotel room for two straight weeks if you have been vaccinated. Right. I'm not talking about that. Right, I'm talking about you can't go to the grocery store no, in what? the United States without showing a vac. No. There are people who think that is what's going on right now, <laughs> especially with all these people showing off their vax cards. So, as if you could let me make which, sure. By the way, is written in that pen. I, but go ahead. <laughs> right. Let me. No, I just want to make sure that that I'm following their logic. So throughout this pandemic, every grocery store in America has begged people to please stop coming in maskless, and they have just ignored them. Just flat out said, nope, I'm not wearing my mask in your store, and I'm going to shop here anyway. And I would say 95% of the time they've been successful. Mm -hmm. Now, all of a sudden, they have the muscle and the power to crack down on these people, and they won't let you in unless you have a a vaccination card? Oh, my God, Ian, for fuck's sake, will you do your own homework, all right? (laughs) Do your research, research, man. All right? (laughs) Joe Biden's president now, right? The vaccination cards are valid forms of ID that anybody could just write and pen on, <laughs> right? With no picture, and you got to show. Uh, it all makes sense, dude. <laughs> it all adds up. Disappointing. Wow. So yeah, so there, so even in Israel, there's a small contingent of wackos, any backers, right? That just think this is a, a deep state and it's just a way to control us and blah 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 blah. You know the whole fucking thing. Is that because they bring in ratings? Is that it? Has now have you just tapped into it? Is reality TV the cause of everything bad? Capitalism, yes. Mm. Now, yeah, I, I guess. Well, I, I just feel like capitalism always, but reality TV is what made crazies marketable. Yes, mm. you could make money by being a crazy because of reality TV, and well, you can make a career out of being a crazy right. now. Whereas before, you couldn't. You could not gathering up audi- audience because the the people that would believe right. you are too widely dispersed. Yeah, but what crazy person's on a reality show spitting out shit like this? Tucker Carlson? I, I, that's not a, that's a <laughs> fucking that's a news opinion. That is not, not a news, a news show. show. Shame I, on you. I, I, a news opinion show. <laughs> Don't use the n-word in there. That is historical fiction. <laughs> it's Tucker's Carlson's opinion on the news. <laughs> the news that he picks. <laughs> Mm. See, right-wing comedy, hugely successful <laughs> on Fox. All right, my last thing that I want to talk about, this is COVID-related. It's quackery. Uh, I like ending on quackery yes. stories. Um, have you ever heard of photobiomod... Oh, I can't even make it through the word. Photobiomodulation. <sighs> no. No, but it sounds like something Ian and I should have invented. 
I know. Yeah. You know what you need? You need a red light at the end of a stick. That you could you could be making tons of money like these people. Where are we shining it? Photo bio. Yeah, where are we shining it? This is the best right. part. Photo biomodulation <laughs> to get rid of COVID. You take a red light because infrared the the virus cannot survive infrared light. And mm. by, if you want to fool the people, you just infrared just means red. So you take a red light at the end of the stick and you shove it up your nose. <laughs> well, that's better than shoving it somewhere else, I suppose. Gets rid yeah. of COVID nineteen. I was gonna say better is subjective, <laughs> but all right. <laughs> yeah, with Jeff, that's someone apparently bought like one of those pallets that you can buy at an auction unseen, and it was filled with nothing but laser pointers. <laughs> and they went, "Aha! Uh-huh, how can we turn each one of these laser pointers into a six hundred dollar payday?" Exactly. But my president told me it was ultraviolet light. And he was going to try to get that into the body. Is that where this came from? Yeah, I think it's based on, I mean, it's the same line of thinking. So I I have to imagine. So it's not, so they're selling something that's not actually even giving off infrared light because you can't see that with your eye. It's just a light with a red bulb on it. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I can't say that it's not giving off any infrared light, but it's definitely giving off red light. And the reason they don't use UV light sticking up your nose is because that's dangerous. You can burn yourself. And then get sued. Yeah. So they're using You definitely don't want to burn the inside of your nose. Oh. So, Jared. That horrible. I got it. Yeah. So we take some, <laughs> we just take some laser pointers that have a green bulb mm. and say that it emits gamma radiation <laughs> that kills COVID-19. Mm. I like where you're going with this. Can we somehow work a Green Lantern emotional spectrum with the colors to it. <laughs> See, I, we could. I was with Jeff. I was going to say Hulk smash COVID. <laughs> oh, man, that's perfect, though. <laughs> it is. Shove this, to cut shove this green light up your nose. <laughs> yeah. I don't know oh, that you can use Hulk wait smash, a though. That sounds, that sounds like a trademark line right there. In brightest day and darkest night, no COVID will escape my sight? Come on, man! <laughs> Man, Jeff, you're hired as the writer. Jared, I think I think we have a new head of marketing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is brilliant. All right, is there anything else? The answer is yes. There is. I do. I wanted to let Jared know that I, if I remember correctly, he he did say wait and see. So that part was correct, but I I did think that he had some optimism, and he was correct. So I was wrong. Derek Chauvin is not going to walk. Uh, they won't be able to prove intent, <clears throat> but they have come out. Very heavily to suggest that they will get him with second degree manslaughter, which is a 10 year sentence in Minnesota, which is minus time served, plus good behavior, plus parole, four and a half years, he will be out. That sounds about right. Well, Ian. Yes. The defense hasn't made, hasn't done their round of questioning yet or burned their witnesses. We still haven't seen that tape. Right. Right. I, it, it could all fall apart and I could yeah. be right as much as I don't want to be right. But. It sounds like, you know, even with whatever song and dance they bring up, kneeling on someone's neck for almost 10 minutes is completely against police procedure. It was completely reckless, and someone died because of it. I mean, it is the absolute definition of second-degree murder. Well, and I'm and I'm tending to agree with— Or second-degree manslaughter, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, no murder charges will, will come I'm agreeing this. with that only because it seems that the defense's only defense is that they keep saying that— George Floyd was on drugs, and that the crowd was distracting Derek Chauvin. <laughs> For how many <laughs> and minutes? Not saying, yeah, not saying this guy was apeshit crazy, and we have the tape to prove it. Also, the prosecution just bringing out a cavalcade of cops saying that this was wrong to do. 
even even though I feel like they're lying. But even the chief of police is like, no, no, that's not right what he did. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, nope. Although, what you just mentioned, I like that. So, So he was really only intending to kneel on him for about 30 to 40 seconds, but he kept getting distracted by the crowd, so he had to restart the count every time he got distracted. (laughs) Yeah, he can't count higher than... Ten minutes later, he was like, guys, come on! He can't count higher than three. (laughs) So he just got to three, and then someone would be like, get off, and be like, what? Oh, one... Uh, Man, one, (laughs) two... Yeah, so second-degree manslaughter, uh, I feel very strongly that that will stick, and that he will... And again, as as we pointed out at the start of the show, uh, it only takes a little while for things to fade from the public mind. So by the time he's out in four and a half years, it'll be such a, such a long ago memory mm. that, that uh, it absolutely seems plausible. He'll get a job policing in some other state. Oh wait, that's a Catholic sure. church. I'm thinking or he'll be, <laughs> Oh no, he'll be a resource officer down in Florida. Either that <laughs> or Texas. One of the two. Yeah. hundred percent. Sheriff maybe. Oh yeah. You get elected to that yeah. sort of thing for sure. For sure. So anyway, so far, I'm conceding. I think you were correct, Jared. There you go. My dire outlook for once, marginally less dire than I expected. I'll take this win, Ian, but it's feel like it's a hollow win because I could still lose. <laughs> right. Well, you're way back in the lead. All right. I'll take that. All right. Anything else? I'm sure we missed a ton of shit, but... Okie dokie. Then I think that's all we've got for this week. Uh, I want to thank our patrons for supporting our podcast. And uh, for those of you who could join us tonight, especially, I know we had uh, Grinch had to leave partway through, but uh, hey, you know, he got his shot and it was catching up with him. So, you know, totally understand. Suspicious. (laughs) I did especially want to mention our patrons tonight because I happened to have uh, uh, gone through and done all the uh, the taxes, added everything up. And our, our patrons are have successfully covered the costs of of doing the podcast so I, I, Ooh, break even I podcast <laughs> nice. really do appreciate yeah. them <laughs> like yeah that's yeah. awesome hey could you could you get could we get some more so maybe me ian and karen can draw a dollar salary <laughs> from each a dollar an episode i, I don't know maybe yeah. we, that's lofty we, oof, that, that that's actually quite a bit a dollar an episode for three people that's <laughs> There goes all the profit and and then some. But. <laughs> well, I'm saying let's let's motivate them to give us more money so we can get that. Oh, there you Guys, go. I want to ma- I want to make fifty two bucks a year <laughs> <laughs> to continue the podcast. I yeah I get it. Yeah, if they I'm up the- their donation to the highest level, we'll send them we'll send them the Hulk smash COVID anti COVID <laughs> wand. <laughs> Very nice. No, we should do something like this. This would be a good idea. If if we get a certain amount of donations by the end of the year, uh, we'll do a super secret podcast that will not be released only to patrons, um, oh. and we'll talk about a subject that they pick. Ooh. So it won't be the normal stuff that we talk about. It'll be like fun stuff. I don't hate that at all. And it'd be like a holiday episode, but a super secret one only for patrons. And then certain patrons can make fun of people who don't go, oh, but yeah, but I heard the holiday episode, <laughs> and you didn't, motherfucker. I got that on vinyl. <laughs> Uh, Jeff, other patron in here whose name I can't pronounce? (laughs) Yeah, that one. (laughs) The original? The OG? Not Jeff? Uh, I'm just putting it out there. Sure, sure. I get it. If you want to, you know, you want to do some promotions for the podcast, I appreciate it. Uh, Yeah. 
All right. Uh, if you do like the podcast, you can support it as well by joining on uh, patreon.com slash profane argument. Uh, if you can't do that, we do appreciate it if you share the podcast on social media or leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you happen to listen. Again, if you want to contact us about uh, Jared's new idea or anything else, you can do it on our Facebook page or tweet at profane arg. Also, I want to mention uh, the soon to be named network which can be found at soon-to-be-named-network.com. It is a podcasting network full of podcasts of various different types for your listening needs. Check it out, soon-to-be-named-network.com. I want to thank everyone for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night, and may your God go with you. Tired of pretending, wishing I was in